I'm Mary Obana. Welcome to Shine. I'm all about friendly, soul-nourishing, spiritually inspired conversations that expand perspectives and offer practical guidance so you can live joyfully and shine brightly. I believe your experiences are a result of the perspective you bring to your circumstances. If you expand your perspective, you can transform your life. I believe everyone has something special within them, a unique gift, a light you are to find and share with the world. You are meant to shine. I believe you are meant to live with complete joy and peace, nothing less. It's just awaiting your allowing. Ready to get to it? Here we go. Hey there and welcome. Okay, I'm going to ask you some simple, true-false questions. I'm going to bang through them and I want you to keep a count of the number of times you say true. You ready? Here we go. The thought of someone disliking or disapproving of you makes you feel uncomfortable. It feels selfish to put your needs ahead of others. You work pretty hard at being what you think other people want you to be. It makes you anxious and uncomfortable to say or do anything that might make another think critically of you. You're likely to do all the things you can to make others happy, even anticipating their wants and needs before you do anything for yourself. You lie about your feelings if the truth might upset someone. You feel guilty when you say no to requests or don't meet the needs of others, so you usually figure out a way to do what's asked of you, even when you'd rather be doing something else. Nothing feels better than when you receive external validation and approval. You live for it. You go to great lengths to avoid conflict or confrontation with your family, friends, or coworkers. You complain about other people's needs and demands of you when they aren't present. If you answered true to even three or four of these questions, you might just suffer from the need to please. And if you found yourself nodding yes to most of them, I'm especially glad you are here. Today, we're going to talk about people-pleasing, what it is and what it isn't, and how it can affect your life. So what's at the heart of this need to please business? Well, it starts innocently enough. You learn at a young age what happens when you please someone else, when you are considerate of others' feelings. All that positive reinforcement feels good. So you do it again and again. And it starts off harmless. It's even sweet. For many, these are genuine acts of kindness and thoughtfulness. But for people pleasers, it's something different. Feels different too. It comes from a different place. It's amazing what you can learn by exploring your motivations because this is where things begin. And the way things make you feel is an excellent indicator too. Feelings don't deceive. If your actions are coming from a place of pure love, it feels good to do these things. It brings you joy and it brings others joy too. And that joy is never accompanied by any negative feelings. 
feelings like annoyance, impatience, irritation, frustration, the feelings that come from externally influenced obligations. The need to please is when we say things we really don't believe or do something we'd rather not do, but do them anyway to avoid conflict and the discomfort of others' disapproval. You prioritize someone else's needs over yours. You give someone else peace of mind, sacrificing your own. You fear the consequences of saying or doing what you actually want. You're afraid of what someone might think of you if you say no or share what you really believe. So it doesn't feel good. It leaves you with a feeling of unease because you are being dishonest, not only to them, but to yourself. Now you might be thinking, I'm just being considerate. I don't want to be insensitive or rock the boat. It's easier for me just to do what's asked of me or to keep my opinions to myself. I just want peace. And it's the kind and compassionate thing to do. What's wrong with that? Ah, there's a lot loaded in this sentiment. Let's unpack it. First, there's a difference between avoiding conflict and peace. Doing what's asked of you or keeping your opinions under wraps to spare yourself from the uncomfortable, awkward, tension-creating confrontation that might ensue is far from creating a state of peace because you know deep inside there is conflict. You just are avoiding it. There's no conflict in peace. The peace that only comes from living in alignment with who you truly are. Second, there's a difference between being kind and compassionate and people-pleasing. Kindness comes from your heart. It's a gesture that's a genuine extension of who you are. It's just what is. There's joy in just being kind. There isn't even a thought or consideration of getting anything in return. It just comes from love. People-pleasing comes from the mind. It's when you are looking to get something out of the situation. People-pleasers fear confrontation. They go out of their way to please others so they can avoid it. People-pleasers need validation. For instance, it can be that you want to feel better about yourself, thinking, I'm a good friend, I'm a good daughter, I'm a good parent. It can be that you want the other person to like you or that you want to avoid the guilt that you'll feel if you don't do it. You're trying to do what you think others want you to do. You want to be appreciated. People-pleasing is typically less about making the other person happy and more about wanting others to think highly of you or not think poorly of you. And this is why people-pleasing is unhealthy, because it can backfire. When you expend the energy required for people-pleasing and you don't get what you want in return, it can lead to anger, disappointment, guilt, sadness, emptiness, anxiety, and resentment. You stew on it, and the next thing you know, you're complaining about it, venting about it. And if you let it go on long enough, it can even manifest into physical ailments. It can eat you up inside. So what are you to do? What is the way out of this people-pleasing business? There are two big ones. One, say no. 
The ability to say no when you don't want to without feeling guilty or tormented by thoughts you're going to hurt another's feelings or disappoint them is a great start to managing the disease to please. Only you know what these things are. Maybe it's a colleague at work that continually asks you to cover for him when your plate is already full. Maybe it's the horror movies you repeatedly watch with your family, even though you loathe them. Maybe it's the people that invite you to events you have no interest in. This is about being honest about how you want to spend your time, who you want to be with, what you want to do, what decisions you want to make. Set boundaries for yourself to honor and value yourself. And by the way, you can do this in gracious and respectful ways so you can feel good about saying no. See, people pleasers, they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or make another feel bad. So to that colleague, you can say something like, I I can't. I've got a lot going on. I won't be able to cover for you. To family movie night, maybe something like this. I love spending time together, but I cannot watch another horror movie. How about blah, blah, blah. And to those invitations, so sweet of you, but I can't. Thank you so much for thinking of me. All of them are saying no. All of them respecting what you truly want. Some feel guilty for not doing what they believe others expect of them. Some feel selfish for honoring themselves. Some feel a need to be liked, desperate to avoid creating any negative thoughts others might have of them, so they deprioritize their own needs. Your mind tells you that speaking your truth will create anger, hostility, rejection, and you don't want to live like that. But one must ask, who is it that you are so desperate to have in your life that doesn't honor and respect you? Your needs, your thoughts, your desires. Your time is precious. Spend it doing what you want and being with those that energize you. Those that feed your soul, bring you joy with whom you can be yourself. That love the real you for who you truly are. No pretending, no wasted time, just joy and genuine love. And this is an essential remedy to people-pleasing. You ready? Be you. You've heard me talk about the importance of being true to yourself. In fact, I devoted episode 13 to this. Being you means living in alignment with who you genuinely are, living with integrity. Now, when people think of integrity, most think of it as the quality of living with moral principles within socially accepted rights and wrongs. But integrity also means living in honesty, absolute honesty speaking your truth. Sometimes living authentically and with integrity can be difficult, particularly as it relates to how you think being honest may influence the way others may feel about you, which can be very uncomfortable for people pleasers. When you are motivated by the approval and validation of others, when you are looking to others for your value, for acceptance, you are being taken away from your truth. And it's actually crazy when you think about it. People form their opinions based on their experiences, their lenses. The way others view you has shockingly little to do with you and everything to do with their perspective. Maybe one person sees you as short and another as tall. 
Perhaps one sees you as a fast runner and another as a slow one. Maybe one sees you as a bit lethargic, maybe even a bit lazy. And yet another thinks you are a productivity machine. Living your life through the lens of others is a daunting task because everyone has their own unique perspective, the result of their own standards based on their distinctive vantage point, their beliefs, their feelings, their ideas. When we live our lives through the lens of others, it's difficult to see ourselves. We can't see it from over there. Who you are comes from within you. Do not replace others' thoughts with your own. Find your truth, what is right for you, for the reasons you find most important. Don't feel guilty for being true to yourself. Never apologize for being you. You are a beautiful, beautiful soul. Your job is to be completely you. You have come to this life to contribute yourself to the human experience. But if you represent yourself as a manufactured sum of all others' expectations of you, you are not contributing to the world in the way you must. The need to please can result in abandoning yourself. Everyone suffers without the authentic you. Who you are doesn't come from the outside. It doesn't come from other people, even those you love most. Who you are comes from within you. But living in alignment with that truth requires an internal connection, an honoring of yourself, unapologetically and confidently being, well, you. And sometimes we can spend so much time appeasing others, we lose a sense of who we are. You might be thinking even, oh my God, I spend so much time living up to the expectations of others. I don't even know who I am. Well, there's one way to finding out. Look for the joy. What genuinely brings you joy? Following the joy always leads you back to yourself, to everything that makes you uniquely you, to everything that is you. It's really amazing because it really works. You have to honor yourself. You see, deep down inside, everyone knows what that is, but can be so distracted by the noise of others. When we live in our minds and thoughts, we think of all the things that will be problematic with sharing our truth because it might be hurting someone's feelings or finding yourself on another side of an argument. The world is meant to have beautiful souls shine, each in their own unique way. And when you are fully in your truth, there's something beautiful that happens. Not only do you contribute yourself to others, but your truth is steadfast. You don't feel ashamed. You don't feel as if you're not who you are. There's no satisfaction in the pleasing business because there's no end to the pleasing. It is exhausting, energy depleting. Walking in your truth, honoring who you are is why you're here. When we're true to ourselves, there is no conflict. You can coexist harmoniously with others who are true to themselves, even when opinions differ. When others have a different view, it doesn't compromise your understanding of your truth or make you question who you are. It's simply an opinion of another, their thoughts on a matter.
This distinction is essential to understand. This understanding of your truth enables you to coexist in your community peacefully with others. When you live in your mind, your mind feels threatened by conflicting thoughts, ideas, and beliefs. When you're honoring your soul, there is no conflict. It's only what is. And you can see others with love, not disdain, not with judgment. There's no anger or disappointment. You see others for who they are. This disease to please is a sign that you are not living in your truth, that you are not living your life. Return to who you are. This is the only way peace is found. Harmony will be created. Don't think of all the things that can go wrong. You are lowering your energy to one of fear. Elevate the energy to love. Return to who you are. Joy is love. Pure peace. The disease to please is a little sign that you may have lost your way. Find your way back home. Find your way back home. So I have a confession. For the better part of my life, I have been a fixer, a peacemaker, a situation smoother, acquiescing to what I felt others wanted me to be, maybe a bit of a people pleaser, the obedient daughter, the loyal sister, the listening friend, the one who found it easy to fit into any circumstance, the one who could always make others feel better. The truth was, while I have a deep, genuine love for family and friends, I felt uncomfortable with discord. I always could be neutral. My husband's family once referred to me as Switzerland. (laughs) But as my life's journey is unfolding, and is still unfolding, I have experienced this beautiful spiritual growth, like an awakening. It's been a process of coming to understand who I really am, and accepting and honoring that unapologetically, and my place in the world. This work that I now do is a far cry from the world I used to live in. I used to live in a world of hard-charging, investor-backed businesses, endless presentations, capital raising, strategy and planning sessions, business development. The list goes on. It was a cerebral world. High stakes, great expectations. I was so keenly geared to meeting countless external obligations. The irony is that when I used to think of growth, it was growing on the outside, the bigger job, the greater responsibility. What I know now is that real growth is purely an inside job. The growth that comes from returning home to who you are is finding what makes you, you, finding that unique gift within you, finding the truth that exists inside, seeing your life and others as they truly are without the facades without the trappings, without the instinct to pacify, fix, with only the peace that comes from seeing what is. And while it's always a process, the learning never stops, I've come to see situations, people, myself, with a new lens, with honesty, with clarity, observing things for what they really are, many for the first time, unapologetically, without judgment, just acceptance and love. It's a letting go, letting go to make room for the truth to emerge so true peace can be found. I heard this said recently and it struck a chord with me. Know what you really know, feel what you really feel, say what you really mean, and do what you really want. Are you a people pleaser? How is it affecting your life? 
maybe it's time to focus on you, being you, honoring you, and being okay with that. Thanks for joining me today. The only way to peace is through shining your bright light and living as you. If you thought of someone as you listen to this today and think it would help them, please share it with them. It's the way we can make the world a more peaceful place. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take it easy.